Dear Founders Day, I feel like this episode started off a little rocky, but then it entered a 10 out of 10. How do they keep doing this every time with the cliffhangers? Sincerely, Bridget. Dear Founders Day, where do I start? Jeremy maybe becoming a vampire, Tyler's family being weird, David thinking he kissed Elena, Anna dying, Catherine? Season one comes to a crazy close with this episode, and it just flies by. Waiting for season two is going to be so hard. There are so many unanswered questions. Sincerely, Nikki. Dear Founders Day, this episode had me audibly gasping and yelling at my TV more times than I can count, which is not the norm for me. The twists and turns had my heart pounding, and I am still not recovered. I loved every second. Sincerely, Jess. Oh my gosh! Welcome to Dear Vampire Diaries, where today we have the distinct pleasure of escorting you through this episode of Founders Day, Season 1, Episode 22 of The Vampire Diaries. I am your host, Bridget. And I am your other host, Nikki. And we have a guest with us today, our dear friend Jess. Not the last Jess, different Jess. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us, Jess. Thank you. That's literally the first thing I thought of is like, I'm going to have to introduce myself and I'm going to be like, I'm your second Jess guest, (laughs) not the other Jess. I did alert the audience that I have friends with all J names, so hopefully they are prepared. (laughs) Excellent. We won't be delving into future episodes today, but we will be discussing this episode, Founders Day, in detail. You have been warned. Speaking of warnings, we have a content note. The Vampire Diaries contains heavy themes. Please check the episode description for trigger warnings and timestamps. Oh my god, Jess and Nikki, this is the episode where Damon and Alaric try to stop John Gilbert from setting a plan in motion to bring Founders Day to an end amid chaos, destruction, and death. It's almost like the comet's back. (laughs) (laughs) The best thing about this episode and this recording is that this is Jess's first time watching The Vampire Diaries. So I wanted her to be on this episode because of how you know, twists and turny this whole season one ending is, and I just need to hear what you have to say about it. So I think we should ask you a couple questions real quick before we get into the actual episode. Okay. Okay. I'm like still not over it. I'm like, I was watching this at, <laughs> I think like 7am um, today and I'm just sitting on my couch and my other friend Kate was in the kitchen doing dishes while I was sitting watching this by myself. And I was just sitting here going, wait, what, what, wait, what, who, no, what? And I'm like constantly. And she was like, are you okay? <laughs> it was rough. Oh, it makes me wish that our original plan was to watch it together and it fell through. But like, oh, yeah, that's exactly yeah. why. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I can't imagine. I'm so excited to get your take on literally everything because as Nikki's intro stated, there's like 5 million like reveals in this episode. <laughs> So you first started watching The Vampire Diaries, when exactly? With the release of this beautiful podcast. I (laughs) am a Vampire Diaries virgin. Um, Well, I guess not anymore, but prior to (laughs) this podcast. Um, So I had never watched it, although I knew uh, the other Jess and Nikki talked about it quite frequently um, and how much they loved it. So I don't know. I just, I never watched it and... I decided that it would be fun to watch along with the release of this podcast. And have you cheated at all? Have you, did you get to season two immediately after start, like ending season one? Um, I have not started season two yet. 
but I have cheated along the way. I was really good at the beginning watching one episode a week, which was really difficult. And then the like season one, um, like the break, like the winter break or whatever it was, I cheated, even though Nikki explicitly told me not to. I did it anyway. I had to. My cheeks are hurting from smiling so much because this makes me so happy. I can't even tell you. Oh my God. And so it's just you watching right now, right? You're just by yourself, like, in this, like, moment of spiral. Yeah. Um, entirely. Which, like, is probably better, I don't think. So the other option would be, I guess, to have my husband, Matt, watch it with me. And he would just disappoint me. So we're just not even going to. Like, his reactions to things, I don't know. He just, like, I couldn't. It's better that I go through this. <laughs> eventually eventually he'll have to watch because i think it's standard in our friend group that the husbands have seen up to season three of the vampire <laughs> diary so we'll have to get him on board eventually yeah he can he can watch i'll like i'll do a rewatch with him but my my first experience <laughs> i don't need him like you know bringing down my <laughs> my level <laughs> So Jess, are you a fan of other vampire media or is this kind of like your entrance into this kind of genre? Ooh, yeah. Hot take. I'm not really into it. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, I just, and that's probably why I never, I mean, I was into like Twilight and stuff at the time. That counts. That counts. But beyond that, I just, I didn't, I didn't like go deep into it after Twilight. Like a lot of people did, like. The other Jess tried to get me to watch True Blood and things like that. And I was just never, I don't know. I just never, it didn't speak to my soul in the same way that it does, I know, for a lot of people. So I don't know. So I guess that's why I never tried watching this before. But I have been pleasantly sucked into the world of Vampire Diaries. Right? It's so good, right? Yeah, I'm not (laughs) mad at it. Do you have any feelings about vampires like in the world, like what they stand for or anything like that? Or do you have like, was there a reason for like not caring about them or like, because I know that some people were really turned off because of the hype that they got. Or was it just kind of like, you know, not really your thing? I think mostly just not super my thing. I think I, I think I'm more in it like my you know, my fantasy side is more in like a like a Lord of the Ringsy LV world, you know, rather than like yeah. dark and brooding vampire world. <laughs> that matches your Dungeons and Dragons c- character so well. <laughs> <laughs> like the dark supernatural stuff. I mean, I will I will gladly like play along and like watch it, but it's never like my first thing that I'm interested in. Um so sure. I just, yeah, it's not like I'm, you know, opposed to vampires. They just aren't normally like what draws me in. As Anna says, you're not a hater. Indeed. So then I guess it would be interesting to ask you if you have a favorite vampire character, because I imagine it would be from the Vampire Diaries, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's nobody in um, <laughs> Twilight that's winning over <laughs> the Vampire Diaries cast so far. Um, Sadly, I think all of my favorite vampires are just like being killed. So... Totally. Let's list them. Number one, Lexi, right? Am I right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Loved Lexi. Just wanted her to stay around forever. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, Anna, 
like that just hurt my heart like I that yeah. hurt my heart I love sweet little Anna so much um yeah I just yeah. think they're like you know killing off all my favorite people and not enough of the assholes right <laughs> mm-hmm. it's always the way it is indeed well <laughs> maybe 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 we got one maybe we got one we got two <laughs> maybe Oh, yeah. Mayor Lockwood. Anyway, Mm -hmm. sorry. We're getting ahead of ourselves. There's just so much to talk about. So this may be sort of an obtuse question, but if there's something that you think that we can learn from vampires, like, as an archetype, what do you think that would be? Again, like, a hot take, but, like... (laughs) And, like, exact opposite of, like, the other Jess is like, oh, I would just turn all my friends, right? I'm like, don't get greedy. You don't need to live forever. Like, (sighs) you know... Exact opposite. I love the person that. of not wanting that. to be turned and would need to forgive Jess is you. It would take me a very long time to forgive her. Yeah, a very long time. Which I know she'll just say like, "Well, we have a very long time, so it's fine." But yeah, but if you think about it, then your only way to sort of like release your life if you're a vampire would be either like a very violent end where someone else kills you, or by your own hand of committing suicide. So. That's kind of depressing. Which I'm not going to do. So I'm just going to like sit in my like lame house drinking squirrel blood forever. Like that's what (laughs) I'm going to be locked away for a century in secret or whatever. So you didn't really get a choice in which episode you got to be on. But um, I think this is a good pick for you. (laughs) So we can talk about all of the things in your first season of The Vampire Diaries. And I'm so excited to jump into this. So many things. Oh my goodness. Well, you guys know that I tend to do things for the previously on. So today I thought we'd do a fun call and response. Are you ready? (gasps) Yay. For over a century, he's... Lived in secret. (laughs) Lived in secret. Yes. Correct, Jess. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Until now. Because he knows the risk, but... Has to know her. Yes. (laughs) Elena. She's a... Dead rigger for Catherine. Woo! Ding, ding, ding. Everyone's a winner. (laughs) All right, well, here's what's new on the previously on for this episode. So in the last episode, if you missed it, go back and watch it because Isabel blew through town like a Bond villain and she was like, I want the device. And Elena was like, hey, Damon, can you give me the device? And he was like, no, I'm not going to give it to you. So you can give it to Isabel, who will give it to John, who will use it to kill me. And Elena's all like, yeah, but Bonnie can take the spell off. It's going to be fine. And then... (laughs) Whoops. Bonnie appears to take the spell off uh, and appears is the operative word there uh, because at the end of the episode, she says to Caroline without saying it that she didn't actually take the spell off the device. Oh, also, when Elena gives it to Isabel, she's like, uh, by the way, Damon's in love with you. Have fun with that. Bye. <laughs> so that's all you need uh, to prep for watching this episode as if that's not enough also can we stop calling it jonathan gilbert's device yeah this is emily's device yes men and I always questions. taking credit right i know it's true but okay okay question because john explains how it works to mayor lockwood later where he's like it'll work once for five minutes and i'm like how how was this invented that does seem this that does seem like a man made that because that does seem impractical <laughs> That joke works on so many levels, Nikki. 
Just saying, a little bitter right now. The news is very hot. Uh, I have some... Let's just say that Mayor Lockwood picked a bad week to be talking down to a woman uh, for me. Ooh. So, uh... Yes. So let's start the episode. We're in... Uh, this strange sort of intercut montage of people We're getting 1864. Yeah, it's like the blurred camera. It's all the stuff that we're used to from like the flashbacks where people are buttoning things and tying things. And uh, it's um, it's a, like a whole reveal that this is the present. Yeah, I was fooled when they showed like Jenna's face all of a sudden. I was like, oh, what? This is today. What? <laughs> I'm going to need you to tell me every time you're fooled. Exactly. I was like fooled. Yeah, I was fooled. Yes. <laughs> I was fooled. Hoodwinked. 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 <laughs> good, 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 good. Because Bridget and I are like old like crones at this point. We're like, ah, yes, this is the part where. <laughs> <laughs> old crones. That's exactly what I want to be. I'm serious. Okay. Um. Oh, no, you guys. Okay. So I've been picking a tarot card side tangent so i've been taking i've been picking a tarot card every single day for myself and today i was like "Ooh, i really feel like today is like a three of swords kind of day don't worry i'm fine um and then i was gonna say are you okay yeah i'm fine um you know life um i drew a card and it was the three of swords and i was like it's beginning i'm like birthday candles i'll find the birthday candles (laughs) i'm being initiated you guys I love this. Anyway. <laughs> made a, don't forget, we made a pact when we were teenagers. You'll, you'll soon be initiated as well. Oh, dang. <laughs> but so we find out that it is not the flashback. It is current day. They're getting ready for the the Founders Day event where, as we roasted into Caroline last, last week, um, they are doing Gone with the Wind. <laughs> Yikes. Yep. Um, but that, that includes them... Somehow all being able to get these big, gorgeous dresses yeah. and things. I, that was immediately my first reaction was like, where did they get? Is there a store in town that just has on hand hundreds of Civil War era costume? Yeah, it's just eye party. <laughs> like, But then I thought, this is Mystic Falls and the only history they care about is the history of 1864. Therefore, they have to have this on hand one day a year right and also that the founders did all this fundraising for this event therefore they can buy the finest linen we're spending our money on good things yeah (laughs) speaking of spending money on good things or so she thinks we go to karen lockwood who is outside mystic falls high getting ready and we hear no 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 this lineup is all wrong the marching band should be in front of the historical society. Ugh. And like no one's listening to her. You've done such a good job of making me forget that her name is actually Carol. <laughs> I think it's actually Carol. Oh, Kara, really? Isn't it? Is it Kara <laughs> or Carol? I totally thought she was Karen. Oh, she is Karen. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but uh, as she's telling people to get ready, Stefan sort of walks by and uh damon comes up to him and stefan's like what are you doing here and damon's like it's founder's day bro it's like our day (laughs) he's like all of our problems are gone i'm here to enjoy myself i'm here to eat cotton candy and steal your girl yeah and they pick up on the jealousy conversation a little bit from last episode oh it's so hard i have such a like my beginning of season one I hated Damon so much and like 
zero redeeming qualities and now I'm solidly in the hate love love hate like I don't know which is more the conflicted stage oh I'm so conflicted about Damon and that's exactly where you're supposed to be I know <laughs> and I this is not I usually I usually like yeah. stick to my principles so well and I'm like no he does not redeem but then he ugh, I don't know yeah they're just the the duo, the two of them together, because just the broodiness of Stefan and just, oh, yeah, it's gold. Damon calls him out on that broodiness. He's like, you have no sense of humor. And Stefan's like, I have no Damon sense of humor. And in my opinion, if you don't think Damon's funny, you have no sense of humor because Damon is yeah. fucking hilarious. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> but they make a good point of saying that Elena's not Catherine. Uh, in walks Catherine, <laughs> Elena with curly hair dressed up in Civil War clothing. And they both kind of yeah. go, fuck. <laughs> and it's great. The looks on their faces are so good. So good. That moment killed me. I was like, really, guys, a hundred and whatever years later, this is like, get over it. <laughs> exactly. But you guys, don't you just hate it when you show up to a parade looking exactly like your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend? I mean, fashion faux pas. Am I right? Oh, uh. Can you... Mm-mm. But also she has this little <laughs> smirk that's very Catherine-like. It is! Yeah. I noticed that too. I was like, she get, she's like feeding into this. Like she's yeah, giving so them... Her nose. Yeah. <laughs> so we go to Jeremy's bedroom where... Um, Anna is there and she's telling Jeremy that she's going to leave and he starts like empathizing with John. He's kinda, defending and I John. Wonder if that's I know he of... says he's not defending John. He's defending John. He totally is. Yeah. <laughs> Very John. annoying. Yeah. Thank you. But I think it's from the last episode where like Jeremy was kidnapped by Isabel and like saw her be cruel to John. Yeah. I think it's from that. John killed Anna's mother. So like, fuck, fuck John still. Yeah. Like, I, I don't care. I don't feel bad for him. Exactly. Exactly. This is the level of passion I'm looking for. <laughs> this is the confirmation bias I need. <laughs> also, don't, even if you have like reasons to empathize with John, maybe Anna's not your right audience for that. Right. Like not only did John kill her mother, but also like they're literally talking about how John will like kill all vampires. And, and Jeremy's like, no, well, he has like you know kind of a good reason for wanting to kill every vampire that exists and like well, you are talking to a van like know your audience yeah. i don't understand it's like, true read the but room. it's a good thing though that he brings up that the t- he thinks that the tomb vamps are looking for revenge because that's what puts it in anna's mind later to like be like oh maybe i should infiltrate this which is awesome so that's like a happy accident <laughs> Anna says that she's going to leave town. She's like, I gotta get out of this town. Yes, you fucking do. You, yes, you did. You did need to get out of this town. Oh my God. Mm, so long ago. <sighs> um, and, and you can see her kind of a little bit desperate now because like Jeremy, she's very alone and she found this person that she really connects with. And so she gets a little bit desperate and she's just like, I could turn you like, you should come with me and I could turn you. And like, you wanted to turn and like, I know how you feel. Cause I feel that way too. And you can yeah. see Jeremy kind of uh, back up a little bit, and yeah. she hands him her blood, and she explains again the switch thing that's been coming up and up and up and up again of 
you are being alone, always feeling empty, like you can shut it off. This is giving me Girl from Plainville vibes. Have you guys been watching that about the texting suicide case that happened? Where this girl convinced her boyfriend, not convinced, I mean, he was already thinking about it, but like, she encouraged him to commit suicide. This is very coded as that for me now, where I'm like looking at it like, maybe let's not tell the 14 year old (laughs) to do this. Right. And like, or just like come with her. Like you could just leave town also. Like you don't need to turn to a vampire yet. Um, but he, he turns away and he says, I don't think I can. I'm sorry. And instead of stay, staying around and being like, I understand, she just dips. Yeah, she's, she's in gone. full spiral mood at this point. Because she has no one else, though. Like, her mom is gone and she is all alone again. Yeah, she's like really lost her mom this time. That must just be the worst. Because at first she was like, okay, well, I can get her out yeah, of that tomb. I have tomb. something to work towards. I have a hope. Yes. And now she doesn't. So, outside, Mr. Guy. (laughs) Uh, Stefan just finished telling Elena that Jonathan Gilbert is her bio daddy. That's fun. That's a fun conversation. I hate it. (laughs) I hate it, too. What's the over-under on Stefan actually telling Elena had Damon not, like, put it in his head that he's bad at telling news? He would not have. No, he wouldn't. I don't think he would have. Right. I also love how unpleased Elena is with this news. Because she's just like, ugh, really? I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> like, my like, bio oh, mom sucks. And my bio dad like, sucks too. Exactly. Exactly. No one likes him. Like, no one likes him. He shows up and there's like a collective like, ugh, yeah. in like the whole town. Like, yeah, everyone right. despises this man. And to find out like, great, that's my dad. Awesome. Exactly. And she's like, this is all I needed because the family that I already do have is already upset with me. And it's, she means Jeremy. Jeremy fucking hates her. And she's like, he's never going to forgive me. And it seems like she's right in this episode. Yeah. Also, Stefan's like, he's your brother. He'll forgive you. Stefan. Stop projecting your own a, bullshit onto this. Yeah, you're also not a good case study for that. <laughs> See, that it's been <laughs> almost 200 years and your brother hasn't forgiven you quite yet either. <laughs> But also, Elena, like, give Jeremy a freaking minute. Yeah, she's constantly she is hounding so, him. so, like, pushy. She's just like, you have to forgive me eventually. You have to forgive me. You have to, like, give yes. him a minute. Like, he, like mm-hmm. that is a lot of shit for him to process. And you're not even giving him a minute to get over it. Like, yeah. give the kid some space. Exactly. Absolutely. She goes straight to, I want to fix it. Tell me what I can do to fix it. Tell me what I can do to fix it. Like fuck off like yeah. whatever he like, says like go to hell elena yeah give him space it reminds me of when people break up and they're like i need space and the other person is like constantly trying to hound them and it's like well then you're considering more about how upset you feel than you do that other person's feeling he is telling right. her what he needs which is space and he told her nicely at first and then every time she keeps not respecting that he gets more and more angry because again it's about elena over and over and over again yeah yeah exactly we go to one of my favorite moments of the episode which is caroline saying to matt can you hide your cast it's not era appropriate (laughs) while they're taking a photo in front of a bus also did you notice that they're taking a photo with a dinky little like purple camera i was like oh kids so it used to be that phones weren't actually that good at taking photos and you had to have an actual camera take the photo if you wanted to have a really good photo 
Oh, I remember carrying around my digital camera in like my little, like my yes. like purse when I would go out, I had to like bring my digital camera with me to like, to, or like a disposable camera sometimes. Exactly. Wild times. <laughs> I'm old. Yeah, same. Now I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is crazy. We've lived through these shifts in technology. Uh, but uh, then Caroline says, okay, now I want a picture with Bonnie. And Tyler comes up and he's like, I'll take it. And then Matt and Caroline both fuck off because they're like, nope, nope, nope. And Bonnie's like, oh, I guess we're not, we're not going to take that picture. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And Tyler's like, I said, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Caroline's like, yeah, you, you, you kissed his mom and then you beat the shit out of him. You're going to, yeah. it's going to take a little bit more than I'm sorry to make things better. Which yeah. I hope Elena <laughs> takes note of that. Because right? that seems to be a theme of like, it takes a little bit more than just saying, I'm sorry for things to be better. Yeah, like changing your behavior going forward. Because Elena runs up to Jeremy, and again, like we said, he's like, go away. <laughs> uh, something like this doesn't just get fixed. Mm-hmm. And he, that's fair. Yeah. Absolutely fair. Can we move on to the next scene? Because 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 it's the 14th and final event of season one! Yay! <laughs> 14 over 22. That's over 50%. Uh, math yes, major. I can do Tell that me the percentage on that. <laughs> Close enough, over 50%, which is just more than half the time, you know? Yes, that's a Close lot enough. of events. That's a that's lot of saying. events. Oh my God, we're going to have to do a whole separate episode about like ranking the events in terms of awesomeness. Yeah, absolutely. Jess, do you think you would have clocked how many events there were had we not called so much attention to it? I don't think I would have caught on so quickly to it, but I definitely would have picked up on it eventually. It's absurd how many things like, like get over your founding families, like- <laughs> get over yourselves like i definitely it would have stood out eventually the number of things that they have is ridiculous can you imagine being someone moving to this town and all they do is talk about the founding families and you're like i guess i'll go fuck myself then like i'm just gonna leave (laughs) why did i move to this town absolutely also like i'm not a i'm not a get myself involved kind of human being i don't want to go to your little events yeah can't i'm a loner yeah thank you exactly <laughs> where's my t-shirt are we getting yeah, we'll, we'll get oh we'll get, we'll get one for you for sure yeah <laughs> absolutely thank you. but back to this very important founders day event you guys people are waving they're clapping the band is a trumpeting and the dulcet tones of of one karen lockwood is announcing everything the battle of willow creek and this is Caroline Forbes from Miss Mystic Falls. Remember that episode? Oh, it was so lovely. I do love that Caroline gets her moment in the sun. Yeah. She gets on top of that flow and she does her wave and I'm so happy for her. Yeah, I am and Bonnie's also happy kind of for looking... her too. Yeah, I'm also looking to see if Amber's there and I don't think she is. Nope, she's not. We don't know what happened to Amber. <laughs> Uh-oh. Let's hope she just left town. Like, yeah. just get out while you can. Maybe she's getting help for the PTSD of everything she's been through. Oh, God, that Hopefully. poor girl. Uh, but anyway, Bonnie is, like, waving at Caroline. She's all proud. And she's waving at Elena. And she's, like, happy for her. And then all of a sudden, Damon steps right in front of Bonnie. And he's like, oh, hello. <laughs> like, he does his little wave. 
rude. rolls her eyes. Those are my, as a short person, those are my least favorite people. Like at concerts and shows, when a tall person suddenly walks directly in front of you, rude, Damon, get in the back. Like you don't need to stand there. I cannot Absolutely. see over you. <laughs> and Bonnie starts to fuck off. She's just like, nope, not, nope. And Damon catches her. And he gives her this, this like, sincere thanks of, like, thank you for doing it. And she's like, well, I did it for Elena. And he's like, I know, but I'm still very grateful. And she's like, you can almost see it in her eyes. She's like, are you kidding right now? You're not kidding. All right. Yeah. And he also says, I owe you, which for Damon is big. I also feel like I wonder in this little bit of her, I don't think it's regret, but it's this little bit of, like, I don't need your thank you. I didn't really do that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how much this influences her later to actually help him. Um, And of course we see for Damon, this is like a start of almost like a domino effect of like all of the sort of feeling is coming back. Like he's, he's let in that door sort of like he's opened that door to the regret and the feelings that he hasn't felt in a long time. And so part of that is like that genuine desire that Stefan talks about later to do something to help someone without any reward. I do feel like there was this moment um, where everything was about Catherine, nothing else mattered. And even after finding out that Catherine was not in the tomb, knew where he was and didn't care he still was all about Catherine, just a little bit, until Isabel. And something in that made him pick Elena in this town over Catherine. Mm. And since then, when he's like had to be like, you don't mess with the people I care about, it's starting to trickle in a little bit more. Just like a little bit more. Yeah. Like his willingness to reach out to Rick is a little too quick for somebody who doesn't give a shit. <laughs> well, to move on with the series of floats, we get the Miss Mystic Falls, or not Miss Mystic Falls, we get the Mystic Falls High football team uh, on a float that goes Are they by. supposed to be bad? And, and they're just on like a bunch of hay bales. I'm like, you put zero effort into this float, guys. Um, also, why... I'm just, and maybe this is nitpicky, but why is Matt not on this float? Why is Tyler not on this float? Why is Stefan not on this float? Okay, here's why. Here's why. Because Matt and Stefan were accompanying the Miss Mystic people because they had their dates with them. Okay. And then Tyler was put in charge of creative director by Alaric to be on the history float. Right. Damn. I think so much of myself. Like, I'm paying attention. But right. I was not paying attention. <laughs> Because I thought the same thing. I was yeah. like, oh, it's probably shit because they don't have, like, three of their major players <laughs> in the relevant characters in the story. Right. So, therefore, they don't care about it. But they still included it. Very strange. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. I, I thought mean, that moment only... was strange, but I also <laughs> totally forgot that Stefan played football on the team. Right. Mm -hmm. In one episode, he did, yeah. Also, though, like, they had to show something else. Because what else would this fucking parade be? <laughs> It would just be two, like, floats? That's not a parade. Here come all of our founding family journals on a <laughs> They just have a, a different float for each founding family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of the founding families, we go to uh, the old Gilbert office where John is showing this device to Mayor Lockwood and he's explaining how it works. It's like a high frequency that humans can't hear. I guess vampires are like dogs. It's yeah. basically <laughs> yeah. a dog whistle. <laughs> But wouldn't it, like, upset all of the dogs? I know nobody in the show totally. has any, like, pets. But, like, I was like, if this is loud enough for the entire town, 
to be affected. Oh my gosh. What are you doing to like the local pets? (laughs) They should have shown like someone there with their dog and the dog just starts like going like, oh no. That would have made a lot of sense. You're like, no, that (laughs) would have hurt me. (laughs) Yeah. But no, that's a really good point. Yeah. It's only a five block radius and it only works for five minutes, which is weird and specific. And I don't know how they tested it and how they know that. Like, jo- yeah, like Jonathan know. Gilbert, ye old Jonathan Gilbert was like, oh, Emily Bonnet, if only I had a device that worked for five minutes once. <laughs> and never again. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, why is that? The compass, like, works forever. Yeah. Uh, hundreds of years and this stupid compass still works. Exactly. But this device can be used one time for five minutes only. Yeah, how do they yeah you're right. I do think, used I do think Jonathan Gilbert, that is a man invention. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, current day Jonathan Gilbert mentions uh, that he had a mole in the tomb vamp group. Uh, <laughs> God, the tomb vamp group sounds like some kind of like band or something. <laughs> Is he talking about what's-his-face that got killed? I think so. Yes. Yes, he is. I forget okay. his name as well. Um, Henry? Henry! Wow. Look at you. See, I think I'm paying attention, but Nikki's, Nikki's got it. Nikki's got it on lock. Look at me go. All right. So the so he mentions the tomb vamps, and he's like, um, yeah, they're, they're planning an attack. I had a mole. And then we see them Cut planning. Cut to the, the tomb vampires. We're planning an attack. Yes. Here's our map. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anna shows up and they're like, Anna, what are you doing here? I was worried for a second when Anna showed up. I was just, I was hoping that she had good intentions, but I just wasn't sure because Jeremy basically rejected her and stood up for Jonathan over her or Uncle John, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I felt like that could have like pushed her to her limit and she'd be like, okay, just I need to belong somewhere. So these are the other vampire, like these are the other people that I could belong with. And I, but I was still, I was not convinced, but I was, I was a little nervous for a minute about my girl, Anna. Yeah. Yeah. Even watching it back when I still forgot that she didn't actually join them. Cause I was like, so convinced. I was like, yeah, that makes perfect sense that she would be like, yeah, fuck these people at least to kill John. Yeah. And like the fact that like, Nobody else is really like, oh, let's just chop off his fucking fingers and kill him is mind boggling to me. (laughs) You and Catherine are on the same page. (laughs) Fuck. Yes, we are. We'll get to that. (laughs) Fuck that man. So post parade, uh, Elena is in the grill. She's just changed and her hair is still slightly curly. Just remember that. So she comes out of (laughs) the bathroom and Damon approaches and he's like, oh, thank God. I like you way better this way. Like that that whole period look didn't suit you. Insult AKA, like- it was confusing for me. <laughs> <laughs> it was emotionally a little bit upsetting. <laughs> exactly. And he's like, no, 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 Elena. It's a compliment of the highest degree. <laughs> yeah. And I love that she's just like, you know, I know Stefan's like worried about our friendship. Uh, so maybe like, don't do that like flirting talk that you do to me and that weird little eye thing you do and he's just like what weird little eye thing as he does it and you're like god damn it but i love that she says don't make me regret being your friend Mm -hmm. and you can see him kind of take that and be like god damn it Mm -hmm. (laughs) because because that's always been the thing with the two of them is she can always cut through his joking bullshit 
to be like, you do have feelings, you do give a shit. Yeah. And, like, kind of meet him at that point. Yeah. And she's always been good with putting, like, boundaries around stuff. Even from the very beginning when he... Remember when he, (laughs) early on in the season, when he tried to compel her to kiss him and she slapped him? And how awesome that was? Loved that. (laughs) Yeah, that's... uh, She's Yeah, she's definitely pretty good about, like, stop doing that. Like, it's awesome. I love it. She's good about that, except for when it comes to her being in the wrong, because she then goes up to Jeremy, and she's just like, I, I need to fix it. I gotta fix it. I gotta fix He's it. He's like, leave me alone. I'm and... eating my delicious grill salad. Can you just... I want that salad. Uh, he tells her to go to hell, you know. And and as they like walk as they walk off, Damon does his funny little weird eye thing at Jeremy, but it's more of a... The fuck did you just say? Mm-hmm. And he <laughs> follows him that, uh... out of the grill and outside uh, he starts mocking Jeremy where he's like, I have so many feelings and being a teenager is really hard. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, it is hard. Being a teenager is so hard. Yeah, I didn't love this moment for Damon. I mean, I saw like, I get it, but also, like, you don't need to swoop in here and pretend like you're coming to save this poor damsel. And, like, just, you know, your little, I don't know. I was like, we don't need this. We, we, we don't need this right now. Yeah, This is no. not how you redeem yourself. Yeah, some of it is not, like, his specialty, so it, it feels really forced. Like, you don't give a shit how people talk to each other. But the thing that does read well to me is when jeremy says she erased my memories and he says no i did and it's that like same sort of energy he gave to stefan where he's like you don't get to own my guilt right like my actions are mine yeah and stefan when he steps in says something very similar but he says it better (laughs) where he says don't blame elena but he says it better and way more eloquent where he says, don't blame Elena. Damon turned her and I killed her. And I'm sorry it happened. Yeah. And Jeremy is just like, bottom line, you still shouldn't have made me forget. Yeah. Yep. True. Okay. Definitely. But like Damon, as someone who's held a grudge for like a hundred and whatever years, like oh, let yeah. Jeremy have a minute. It was still like Damon wouldn't have done that if Elena didn't ask him to. So it was exactly. Elena's. Like she had exactly. a part in it. Like, yes, you had a part in it. Stefan had a part in it. But Elena had a part in it too. And Jeremy has a right to be pissed about that. And you of all people should get that as someone who holds a grudge very well. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And also, she's the only one that really owes him any loyalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huge betrayal. Cut to Liz Forbes being fucking disgusted by the plan of the founders. Uh, These motherfuckers... I cannot stand this this energy that these two motherfucking assholes have in this room. I'm like physically unable this to energy, contain. Nikki? How would we describe this white the patriarchy? Ma- oh my god, you did it! It's Vampire Diaries bingo. <laughs> <laughs> they went it's behind the her back to yeah, her fucking sure deputies and already checked with them and she she still goes um, yeah because they knew she would act like this come on oh Bridget <sighs> it makes me want to tear off my skin I hate it so much um they knew she would be upset by using their children as the whole town about. as bait the entire town of people yeah, that she, her job is to protect 
Yeah. Obviously, yeah. she's going the to act like this. Yeah. Can you imagine if that device had been dispelled and it didn't fucking work? Liz is right. Part of me kind of wishes it did, just for that moment for Liz. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she, she still says no. She says, bottom line, I'm the sheriff, and I say no. And uh, Jonathan Gilbert is like, Richard, let me speak to the sheriff alone. Can we take in a second that uh, Mayor Lockwood's name is Richard? Sounds right. His nickname Dick. would be... Uh-huh. So <laughs> that's some that's some fun writing. <laughs> anyway. Well placed me. <laughs> so uh Jonathan Gilbert knocks her out and handcuffs her and takes off her belt so that she can't get to the key. Patriarchy strikes again. So we go to Founders Day Nighttime Edition. Everything is the same except there's twinkly lights everywhere. <laughs> And Karen Lockwood, that's her signature aesthetic, is twinkly lights fucking everywhere. It's my aesthetic, too, but in a cool way. I really like Anna and Damon's relationship. I know I've said this before, but I always find their scenes really interesting together. Because they have this kind of shared journey of having somebody they really care about, or they thought that they had somebody they really cared about in the tomb, and desperately wanting to get them Mm -hmm. out. So I feel like they kind of have this understanding towards each other. Yeah, yeah. So I like that it's to Damon that she goes to and tells him about the plan. Also, I, I think it's because she understands that Damon's usually the only one with a plan. <laughs> yes, so. that's so true. I, I love when they compare notes, too. Um, she tells him that the attack is coming. He tells her that the device doesn't work. Um, and he's like, so when are they coming? And she's like, oh, the tomb vamp group, they're already here. They're playing at the gazebo. We were in the tomb. You'd think it would be a giveaway, but uh, <laughs> people are loving it. They're like a they're like a gothic acapella group, the Tomb Vamp group, playing tonight at the Founder's Day. Anyway, okay. Sorry. These are the same people that did scary jazz hands behind Frederick. Remember that? Anyway, oh God. yeah. I- it's just my my theater production of the Vampire Diaries is really coming along. <laughs> I would love to see that. I would definitely. Right? I would definitely go to that. I think this would make a great musical. I'm just saying. Absolutely. It's dramatic enough. Count me in. <laughs> I also I love that Damon's first move is to go to Rick. Yes. He's just like, I need my slang buddy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> He's just like, hey, do you got a, you got any of those stakes in your car? And he's a good, well-prepared boy, so he definitely yeah, does. Yeah. And he doesn't wait for a long discussion about it. He's just like, yep, got it. And he goes, I love it. Yes. And uh, Damon walks over to Elena and Stefan, who are giggling about something. These two lovebirds in their perfect world. And they have no idea what's to come. And Damon takes her hand. You remember what I that? saw Five minutes that. <laughs> that he needs to stop doing weird little flirty things. Yeah, out the window, in one ear, out the other. Um, and he's like, 15 words or less, okay? Tomb vamps here. Get her out. Founding families are the target. Why was mm. holding her hand necessary to deliver that message? Indeed, it was not. Mm. It's an attention grabber. That's for That's sure. sure. So Stefan and Elena go off to find Jeremy. And we cut to the Mystic Grill, where Tyler's playing pool. And Caroline and Matt. Caroline's doing her best. She's really trying to, like, life coach. She wants to help so bad. (laughs) One time, this freshman year, Bonnie and I, we we, we weren't talking to each other. And he's like, give it a rest, Caroline. 
I love it. Me too. I love when Caroline also intervenes later when the mayor comes in and Mayor Lockwood is like, I told you to get out of here. And he like grabs Tyler um, and she comes right over and she's like, Mayor, is there anything wrong? And he like realizes yeah. that she's there. Yes, Caroline, intervening. I'm just like so happy that they do this. Even though Matt is mad at Tyler, he's still like, it's fucked that your dad is like but the the mayor's tone changes where he's like no you need to get out of here almost like we've decided to have the whole town be bait and you're in the town still even though i had planned on you not being in the town because you're one of the few people that actually matters in this town um you need to go yeah um and importantly he hands tyler the keys which will come into play later um that doesn't go so well this is the last time that tyler will ever see his dad are we sad no, no, not really. Not really. Not really. <laughs> no. Dad's a dick. Literally, yeah. dick. Literally, he's dick. Yes, dick. And then before we leave the grill, Anna goes up to Jeremy and pulls and him like, into the dude, bathroom. In the bathroom? Seriously? Can we just start? Wa- just start power walking home? Can we just start power walking him home? Also, she's a vampire. Just like pick him up, like like Superman does Lois Lane. And just yeah. run out the door. Like we yeah. need to leave. Don't go into the bathroom. Dear God, it's like running up the stairs when the killer comes in. Where are you going to go? <laughs> so we go back to the Founders Day nighttime edition. And uh, Mayor Lockwood is giving this speech that would be really weird if you didn't know that there were vampires in the town. It's like the Founders yeah. made this a safe place where people want to live. And I'm like, uh, safe from what? Like equality? Well, they, they were fighting for the Confederacy. <laughs> what? Ugh. Gross. I also feel like the the mayor saying that this town is safe is the same as Dumbledore say or like people saying that Hogwarts is the safest place <laughs> on earth. <laughs> it's like, are you sure? A lot of people seem to die here. Yeah, you literally have new faculty every year because <laughs> this place is only safe if you're like a founding family and you're on this freaking council and you have Ravine for everybody else that lives in the town people are dying constantly exactly. like it's not a safe place to live no yeah there's no conversation of putting vervain in like the city water no god because we don't care about poor people they no 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 true be and- animal attacks oh no they just like overdosed on drugs you know right wow it's almost like this is a town in america <laughs> um so these two rich fucks start to walk off together and he's like stay close to me and the fireworks display is starting and all the tomb vamps are like we're about to attack Da-da-da-da-da-da. and uh bonnie bumps into one of them and she's like oh i just heard you singing about attacking just kidding she's psychic and so she can hear <laughs> she could just like feels the cold and she's like oh and she like follows this vampire um we don't see bonnie really doing yep. anything about it later no, she yeah. just pops up at the end. I thought it would have been cool if she had done literally totally. anything before that. Yeah. But that's okay. We go to the Gilbert's old office building um, where Damon comes in to John, like, messing with the device. And Damon, fully confident that this is not working anymore. He's like, do you have any idea what you've done? And he's <laughs> like, yup. And he ignites the device. And we see this really, I think, fascinating and like well-shot montage of all of the vampires that we know suffering as the fireworks go off and the the deputies are rounding up people. Yes, absolutely. Because we see these different moments of Anna and Jeremy 
and Damon by himself, and then Steph yeah, and, the and fireworks Elena. fireworks going off. It's, like, juxtaposed with this, like, happy crowd. Yeah, and importantly, Tyler, behind the wheel, Yeah, he's like, do you hear that? Out. I started freaking out. Oh I was God. freaking out. I literally, I texted Nikki only, like, briefly during this episode because I, I couldn't even handle myself. But I was like, Tyler, what? Tyler, what? When? What? Mayor Lockwood? What? What is happening here? I did have a brief moment during the last episode of, like, when Tyler was, like, beating Matt up and he seemed to lose control in this way that felt. But then I just assumed it was, like, oh, his dad's an abuser and, like, Mm -hmm. he, you know, it's this thing, genetic, that, like, he just has this, like, anger in him that he has to whatever I, I don't know I don't know but I but I did like in that moment have a brief moment of like is something like weird beyond just that going on with Tyler but I was not expecting that to happen I started freaking out I was like when what no this doesn't make what this doesn't make sense. no 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 Tyler mm. Mm-mm. Yep. Nikki and I are just like oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And this is where we can't spoil things. So we so just we go, just go huh? cool. So let's go back to the fireworks. Yeah. Because I still don't know what he is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he is. What? He's not a vampire. We don't think. And neither does Damon. Because Damon also asks the mayor. I know. He said the vervain didn't affect you. So what are you? I don't know. It's killing me inside. Just a I'm little. I'm sweating. I'm sweating so hard. I'm like, don't spoil it. sweating too <laughs> <laughs> I'm really flustered. My glass of wine is gone. I really, I need to, I don't know what I need to do. I'm not okay. So outside, um, in with the crowd at the fireworks display, Alaric is the real MVP and a deputy has seen Stefan go down and Alaric is just like, I've got this one. You get that one. And he comes over and he's like, hey guys, let's And he hands him a steak to make him seem really yeah. like legit. Which is helpful. <laughs> so he was like, oh, no, but the yes, vampires, you go get that exactly. one. Exactly. Um, and so he takes them into like a little alleyway. Um, meanwhile, Mayor Lockwood is going down and Karen is like, what's happening? What, what, Richard, what? Yeah. I didn't do her voice because I'm actually, because I'm like, yeah, that would be really concerning. Yeah. Well, I was also concerned with this moment because that was when. Like, obviously, my shock with, like, Tyler and the mayor and everything. But I was like, wait, but he knew that this was coming and didn't take himself out of the situation. So he didn't think it was going to affect him. Mm-hmm. And the and so, his wife doesn't know what's going on either. Right. Yeah. Well, duh. Karen has no Karen clue. Karen doesn't know. I Fair. didn't expect Karen to know He knows the anything. order of the floats. And beyond that, no. Nothing. Nothing else. Not her responsibility. Head. So... <laughs> So we go to the bathroom at the grill where, oh, poor Anna and poor Jeremy. These deputies just, like, come in. How did they find them in the bathroom? I don't know. There's nowhere well, else to go. she started yelling. That's true. She started screaming and she's um, she's taken away and he's all like, Anna. And it's sad. Yeah. It's very sad. Oh, even worse. We go to the mm. basement where John comes downstairs and he starts dousing all of the vampires gasoline and Anna grabs his leg um, and he stops and he takes out his stake and we watch Damon as he looks over to see Anna and John 
decides to stake Anna after she says, no, please don't. And Anna is now gone. This moment was devastating. I hated it. I hated it so much. I was so upset. Like, fuck. Mm. Fuck John. Like, first of all, if he's going to, like, stake it, what? Like, Damon? Like, you had Damon in that office with you and then you like drag what through the effort of like dragging him back here and you just like leave him there to just hope that he dies but like anna you have to stake her this poor sweet girl like yeah, yeah. and when john stakes anna we all say the patriarchy strikes again uh, and then he causes some more issues by setting the place on fire yeah and some stunt doubles or actually just stunt folks some stunt people got a lot of money to be set on fire in this scene i was looking it up because i was like Mm. how did they do this they have to douse like three layers of clothing in flame retardants and then like Mm -hmm. they 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 can only set them on fire for 15 seconds sorry people were actually set on fire from the filming of this yeah, yeah, and they are a lot of the time in Hollywood because uh, fire and water are the hardest things to do in CGI. I never even thought about that. I always just assume it's, like, fake, like CGI. Yeah, no, they they definitely actually set them on fire, and you're not supposed to breathe. Like, I was looking up this whole thing on, like, how they do it. It's uh, It's intense. So they have to rehearse it a million times, obviously, because they have people standing by ready to, like, put them out and stuff. Can you imagine? I can't imagine. at least with this one there's a lot of people that are just like corpses essentially so they can be like and they're just yeah but a couple of them are flailing around and you could tell they're actually people and then they pan over to ian summerhalder's face and he has to like turn to the camera i was like wow this must have been intense to film so we go to the alley staircase place where elena lark and stefan are discussing what's happening and um they essentially figure out because we all know elena's not the brightest bulb Stefan is like, no, think about it. We asked Bonnie. <laughs> How has she Why not figured this? this out? How, um, like, no, she's like, no, we saw her do it. Like, are you kidding me? Oh, sweet child. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. That was a rough mm-hmm. moment. And then uh, so, uh, finally, somebody asks the question. Damon. Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen Damon since this whole thing started. You think maybe we should check on that? (laughs) Jesus, people. So Alaric goes off to get Jeremy to bring him home, and Stefan and Elena go off to look for a Damon. And meanwhile, we go to the sheriff's office, where thank God someone gives a fuck about Liz, except Karen kind of doesn't, but at least she's there. Um, And Liz is like, there's a key in my belt. There's a key in my goddamn belt. Just get it. Get it, Karen. Fetch. God. And uh, Karen is like, oh, but my husband's not a vampire. Where did they take him? Your deputies. That was excellent. Thank you. (laughs) It's been a season in the making. The basement's on fire. And uh, the mayor's down here, uh, as as we've said. Um... And the mayor and Damon notice each other. And the mayor's like, what are you doing down here? And Damon's like, I'm a vampire. What is your excuse? Yeah. And and this is, as you said, Jess, where, where he's like, the Vervain didn't affect you. So what are you? 
And before he can answer at all, he's crawling away from Damon. And a tomb vampire is like, oh, hey, Mayor. Crackety crack crack with the neck. Let, let me let me do a little chiropractic adjustment on you. I just want to say, you know that Jonathan Gilbert, not Jonathan, whatever, John Gilbert wanted to burn these vampires underneath a building because they were supposed to burn in the church. Like, he's like, I don't care how impractical this is. This is what I'm doing because it's symbolic. <laughs> Idiot. Fuck that man. So like we were saying, um, Tyler, uh, when he was freaking out, he crashed the car. Um, we cut to that scene where um, Caroline and Matt are talking. And Caroline has taken a hit yeah. to her head. And Matt is concerned about her. And she's like, no, 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 it's fine. Like, Tyler, like, we, like we, they need to look at Tyler. And they check out Tyler's eyes, and they do this weird yellow thing. Thing. What is it? <laughs> what is it? Tell me. What is no, it? It's it's weird. That's what it is. And they cut back, and Caroline has passed out. So she is also not doing which hot. is terrifying. Oh God. <sighs> and uh, we go back to the Founders Day celebration where Stefan is using his vamp hearing and he's like, I can hear them. The building's on fire. Building's on fire! And they go to run towards the building and we see down in the flaming basement, the beams are starting to fall in. The fire's really raging. Damon's like the only one alive now. And like the bad Bond villain that he is, John Gilbert is just standing in front of the building between... Elena and Stefan, oh, what a threat he is to their entrance to this building. <laughs> He's such a moron. He like, is. I just can't. God. I hate this man so And he's much. like, Damon's where he should I... be with the rest of them. It's over for him. I'm doing what should have been done 145 years ago. Go ahead. You won't make it out. Yeah, and Stefan's like, hey, Elena, is there another entrance? Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, it's over there. <laughs> and he's like oh yeah go ahead i will save me the trouble of having to kill you because i could totally kill you if you didn't run into that flaming building i could do it i'm strong let's enough quick, yeah let's play a quick game of catch uh you try to catch me let's just do that see how that goes and i love that elaine's like you're crazy um and she goes to follow Stefan, and he grabs her and she's just like let me go like let me go in and he's just like why would i do that um and she's and she plays the parent card as she always does in the perfect situations where she also uses she also uses his words against him even though she didn't hear him say these words it's just kind of the writers doing a parallel where john had said to jeremy yeah your father believed in this and that should matter to you as his son, that should mean something to you. Yes. And she says, as my father, it should. It should, As in why he should care. Um, and he says, you know. She's like, I wasn't sure, yep. but I know now. And he lets her go. Gross. He's the worst. <laughs> he is the worst. We go to um, the other side, the other side door, um, where the basement is still on fire, of course. And Bonnie's there. Bonnie has made her way there. Um and she stops Elena, or she, she sees Stefan, and she says, um, like, you can't go in there. It'll take you out. The fire's too strong. And he says, he's my brother, Bonnie. And he rushes in. And Elena runs up, and she stops Elena. Um, and at this point, she 
she has to kind of make a call and she grabs Elena's hand and she starts to cast a spell. Which is cool because I feel like she's using Elena. She's almost like channeling Elena's desire for the flames to go down in order to like do her magic, which is, I thought she was going to like, I totally forgot what happened here when I watched it again. And I was like, is she going to make Elena flame retardant? And like Elena is going to go down. Like I thought she was like doing a spell on Elena, but it seems like she's actually using Elena's strong emotion to fuel her spell, which is like what Graham said that a witch's power is like fueled by emotion. Obviously Bonnie doesn't have that emotion for Damon or any of the tomb vamps, uh, even though their music is pretty great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and this allows Stefan to run in and grab st- grab Damon. Elena was just asking Bonnie, like, did they make it out? They do. Yep. And we see Elena relieved to see both of them. Yeah. And then we go to the Mystic Grill, um, where the fire's out. You know, the fire department had arrived and Elena fills Stefan in on the cover-up story, which is that there was some bad wiring or whatever in the building. Okay. And uh, a rogue firework went off in the basement. No one in the, the like coroners in this town must be paid so much money to just like cover up like, oh, yeah, some electrical wiring. But we're not going to talk about like the 30 dead bodies in the basement. Like, it's fine. <laughs> exactly. They're probably paid as much as the stunt doubles who are set on fire. <laughs> and I love this moment when Elena is, you know, comforting Stefan um and she says I'm so glad you're okay and Stefan's like I want to hate him and she's like well you care about him and she's like I do too and you can see that change in Stefan's face where he's like yeah. I don't like that and she says she's like and he's like I, I love know, you but Stefan I do, but, 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 and he's just like yeah and she's like no <laughs> <laughs> I love you 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 yeah. you Stefan and then she conveniently tells us that she's going to go to the school, pick up her stuff, and then check on Jeremy at home. Just remember that for later. Jess, I would love you to rewatch this part and see all of the little things that fit so perfectly together and to see how different Nina plays Elena in this scene. Because once you know, so you good. really pick yeah, it up. I was just along for the ride. It was totally oblivious to everything that was happen- happening. And it just. But we're not there like, yet, you guys. We're not I know, there yet. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> Freaky, I'm hyperventilating too soon. It's too but soon this moment this. just makes me think of that moment. Because, and like, I won't yeah. get into it, but just how she kept saying insistently, like, I love you, Stefan, and basically reassuring him he had nothing to worry about. I was ready to destroy everything in my house and like break my TV and just lose my mind. <laughs> but we'll get there. Uh, Damon comes to tell Jeremy that Anna's dead. And he's like, I know that you cared about her. And Jeremy's like, I did. Yeah. And I figured that she was dead from the moment they took her away would have loved a little bit more emotion from yeah. him on that part like the fact that he just like would you just went home like that no. doesn't seem very jeremy-esque to just give up if there's someone he cares yeah. about jeremy, i, I do so that he was never really that connected to anna like yeah. for yeah. so long it was just all about vicky still and mm-hmm. like he could not get over vicky and then i don't know i yeah. think that yeah. anna's infatuation with I think he liked her infatuation with him more than he really cared about her. Absolutely. Yeah. She was intriguing because she's a vampire too. And so it's like this whole like other world. I love Damon in this scene because he, we see him caring more and like feeling more 
Because he says, and like kind of at the end, we kind of realize that he does not have his emotions turned off um, because he implies that. But he says, I wanted to help her, but I couldn't. And like, there's this moment of like realizing that he did care about her too. Like along the way, somehow he found out that he cared about her. Jeremy's like, well, why are you telling me this? And Damon's, you know, I took away your suffering once. Like, I can do it again. And Jeremy's like, no, like, you don't get, like, you might have thought you took it away, but you really didn't. Like, the emptiness is still there. And he says, even if I can't remember why. And I'm like, well, Damon never made you forget that your parents died. Can we give this a little context? Like, you're 14, you're going through puberty, a girl that you were really into has disappeared and now was found dead. Um, You've realized that there's a supernatural world out there. Your parents are dead. Like, you're not just depressed for no reason. (laughs) The fact that you keep saying he's 14 is just really, like, the fact that that actor is supposed to be 14 is just silly. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, like, makes me like rethink like, Anna, like, giving him that like, I know that I don't know, there's still this like big gray area for me of like, these vampires are like eternally that age, but also like 140 whatever years yeah. old. So like, what is your actual maturity level sometimes throws me off. But like, mm-hmm. You're really going to give this, like, 14-year-old boy a vial of your blood and, like, let him just rely on his emotions as right. to, like, you know, like... 100%. And I, as much as I respect what you're saying here, Nikki, and I do agree that Damon is showing growth of, like, being like, I wanted to help her and all that stuff. I think the next part that's coming is really selfish of him when Jeremy is, like... You know, hey, but before before Damon leaves, uh, Jeremy is like, um, Anna said that vampires don't have to feel pain and that they can just, like, turn it off. And Damon's like, uh-huh, yep, that's true. And Jeremy's like, is it easier that way? And Damon's like, what? Is what easier? And Jeremy says, life. And Damon's like, life sucks either way, Jeremy, but at least when you're a vampire, you don't really have to feel it. And then leaves. Okay, yes short-sighted but also candid which is what damon always is and like from damon's perspective yeah but if you care about honest. if you care about him as elena's little brother oh, he doesn't care about jeremy I'm but not he cares about he elena cares about at all. and elena would fucking freak the fuck out if her brother became yeah. a vampire but he also yeah but he also doesn't know that he has like a that's vial true of- her blood like he doesn't know that he has like he's lived this through isabel though he knows he that he's just they can asking. seek vampires out and shit he does not know but also before this moment i really like damon's moment where he says what i did to vicky was wrong yeah i'm sorry for my part which is like the most you can get from Damon. <laughs> like he's a pearl when it comes to apologizing. <laughs> he does not do apologies. And yeah, poor timing, not the right words to give no. to this small boy at this time. Um, no. Yeah, not great. Uh, not good no. advice to give anybody who's Let's depressed. Not. <laughs> Let's not do that. Uh, but I do think he's very much enraptured in his own world as Damon tends exactly. to be not thinking about the consequences. Bottom line is he's still very self-absorbed here. Oh, for sure. But that's just also who his character is. Mm-hmm. 
So we go to the hospital where uh, the storyline that I don't care about at all, except that Caroline is, <laughs> you know, going through surgery. Matt and Tyler seem to make amends. I don't care. And um, Liz comes out and she's like, they're going to do surgery and they're going to do everything they can. There was some internal bleeding. And then she's like, hey, Tyler, have you talked to your mom? Mm. It's about your dad. Yeah, I cared nothing for this scene. I was just like, Caroline, we'll be fine. I don't know. That's just like, obviously, I don't know. I have not watched the show. I have no idea. But I'm just like, no, it's not her time. She's fine. Everything's fine. We can move on from here. It's fine. So, 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 also, Tyler, so, fuck your dad. Nobody yeah. cares. So, uh, moving on the everything is fine wave, we go to the uh, Jack and Jill bathroom. Where nothing good ever happens. No. Nothing good ever Everything happens. is not <laughs> fine in a Jack and Jill bathroom. Everything is not fine. And Jeremy is looking at this blood, and he takes out all of these pain pills from Elena uh, from the uh, car crash. And he drinks blood and takes all of these pills and it's very Mm -hmm. suicide coded Uh, i kind of skipped through the scene because i didn't want to have to deal with it like the emotions of watching this so we go to the grill (laughs) like cool but real quick though but real quick though my brain also did a weird thing that was like i don't know like what happens if he like throws it up or something and like then he like but also throws up the blood and then like I don't know I was like this could go wrong and he could actually like end up killing himself unintentionally and yeah. I was I was like I don't I don't think right. this was the right way to go about your plan of becoming a vampire mm-hmm. because I feel afraid for what might happen to you agreed anyway agreed <laughs> and we can't say anything moving on <laughs> So Bonnie is uh, at the grill. She's looking for Stefan. And um, he's like, oh, Elena's not here. And she's like, yeah, I know. I'm looking for you. Um, And she says, listen, Elena's my best friend. And because she loves you, I saved you and Damon. And I didn't want to let you die in the fire. But I want to let you know that Damon has to change. Um, And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we both want the same thing. And she's like, no, 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 no. We both want to protect the people we care about. And the difference is that for you, Damon's one of them. And she says, if he so much as spills one more drop of innocent blood, I am going to take him down, even if it means taking you down with him. And she says, I know who I am now. (gasps) Hell yeah, you do. Hell yeah, you do. She's like, you saw what I was able to do tonight. Oh, gives me chills. So good. Loved it so much. I loved everything about this scene. I've been missing Bonnie, like, mm. you know, and I was, and then she returned and I was just like, okay, like, what are we doing here? And then just like coming into her own, like, oh. it also feels like the perfect balance of her boundary and her relationship with Elena. Yeah. She found it. Yeah. My baby girl, she found it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't like, I know I wasn't on like the, I know you guys have already talked about this, but like the the whole like choice thing, and I'm not making you make a choice, but like you are. Like that whole right. thing was just like I was struggling with that a little bit with Bonnie, but it now it definitely feels like she found this line of like, okay, I can deal like these yeah, these are the boundaries. Like I will be Elena's friend and I will tolerate you because Elena cares for you as long as you don't do this. Mm-hmm. And then all bets are off. I'm coming for you. 
And I love it. Like, if Bonnie had dispelled this device, there would have been a massacre tonight. They wouldn't have been able to take down all these fucking tomb vampires. Like, no. she did the right thing. She did do the right thing. Oh. I'm team Bonnie. Me too. Team Bon Bon. Love her. Love her. <laughs> Oh, boy. And uh, so moving on from the scene, we go to... (laughs) Okay, now I can hyperventilate. Oh, my God. (laughs) I can't even talk. I can't even. This this song, you guys, is called Bloodstream, and it's by Stateless. Let me just... Let me me regale you with a reading of the lyrics of this song. I think I might have inhaled you. I can feel you behind my eyes. You've gotten into my bloodstream. I can feel you floating in me. Words can be like knives. They can cut you open. And the silence surrounds you and haunts you. Talking about knives, which is a little bit of foreshadowing. (laughs) I... This is one of the most iconic scenes in the Vampire Diaries. And that's saying a lot. And it's saying a lot. Um, I've been dying to see this scene again. Um... And it's so good to see. And when you watch it again, knowing that it is not Elena, it changes everything about the scene. Nina Dobrev is a great actress, and so is Catherine. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, not knowing that it wasn't <laughs> Elena, I was freaking out. Like, I was, I was angry, mm-hmm, but yeah. also like, it was more of like a not like this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't hate the fact because there is like very clear chemistry between Elena and Damon. Like, oh, God. Yes, there, there is. There definitely is. And I know, like, I know, I, you know, whatever, team Steph and team Damon, whatever, whatever people are on, I don't know. But the whole thing to me was not like this, like, not like, don't, don't be Catherine. Don't be Catherine. Don't like play the two of them. Like you just like that moment earlier that we talked about where she was like, I love you, Stefan, over and over, like reassuring him he had nothing to worry about. And then I'm like, and then all of a sudden, like she's so like charmed and intoxicated by Damon that she can't resist this and like shows no opposition to it. Like mm-hmm. I was pissed at her. I was so angry. Kinda I was like ready how to Jenna lose feels. my mind. yes like and well jenna doesn't even know the whole like no catherine it it was just like i was infuriated but in a way that was like if you have feel but like if you have feelings for damon i support exploring them but like not in this manner like do not betray stefan and like play the two of them against each other this is some bullshit and i was so angry yeah they duped you <laughs> they got, they got you. me they got me real good it makes complete sense so i i want to break this scene down into three slices so we've got the scene from slices? damon's perspective like 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 john's fingers <gasps> <laughs> oh savage nikki <laughs> so from damon's perspective number one He's growing, right? This whole episode has been him, like, rediscovering empathy and, like, a desire to be good. And he, like, he talks about, you know, feeling deserving of being saved and that she feels that way about him. And in this moment, when he kisses her on the cheek, he's reading her body language about how she Mm -hmm. responds to that. 
And in this moment where he takes her in and she's, she doesn't flinch. She doesn't move away. And she starts looking at his lips. And he's looking at her lips. And they're looking at each other. And then they're looking at their lips. And then he moves it. And he goes for it. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. The fact that Nina Dobrev and Ian Somerhalder were like beginning their romance around this time. Like you can feel the fucking electricity. You can feel the heat fucking radiating off of this screen. Yeah, for sure. They have a fantastic chemistry. I will not deny that. But that's why my reaction was not like this. Yeah, like exactly. I'm okay with this if this happens, but not like this. Exactly. I remember watching this the first time and feeling exactly the way you did, where it was like, how can you have done this to him? Yeah. That's all I cared about. And I was like, this is bullshit. Like, what are we doing? Like, both of you. Mm-hmm. How could both of you do that exactly. to him? Because, like, right. Damon, like, was just beginning to turn around for me and, it, like, show all these redeeming qualities. And then I'm like, how could you also do that to him? Exactly. Like, I was pissed. But I feel like this episode, like, when you just said they, like, got me or whatever, I was just like, that was what, from beginning to end, that was what this whole episode was. Like, where we talked, about, like, right at the beginning with that, like, a little, like, them getting ready scene. Like, oh, you got me. Like, oh, you got me. Oh, again. Like, that was this whole episode was just, like, you know, fooled you. Yeah. Yeah. It was really stressful for, like, 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up drinking too much coffee, and then I was, like, a little shaky for the rest of the day. <laughs> so okay so that was damon's perspective then of course we have our perspective um but then there's Catherine's perspective so Catherine comes to this house to see john she wants like her end game is what she does a little later but then she sees this man that she has not seen in 145 years and she hasn't seen him as a vampire the last time she saw him he was a human and she has this moment where she kind of freezes and she's fantastic in this i mean she sticks to like one word or very simple answers yeah to kind of keep it very open-ended like she, she sticks to thank you you're welcome maybe it is like she's just she's mm-hmm. doing a really good job of impersonating elena here she's very subtle and it's almost like she thought, well, we'll just have some fun until John gets here. <laughs> we'll just see what happens with this. Because as as Damon said in the last episode, this is this conversation is going in a very interesting direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like for her, she has no idea what's been going on between Elena, Stefan and Damon. And so for her to just like get in the middle of it, it's like she's getting the tea like firsthand, you know? <laughs> And then, and then when Jenna opens the door, the way that Catherine has been like grabbing his like collar, and she looks up, and it looks like she's just like a little kid that's like had her hand caught in the cookie jar, but she doesn't care at all. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, and obviously, it's always that convenient plot trope of you should she come gets inside. In. <laughs> I think it's late. You should get inside. Yeah. I feel like this should that moment should have tipped me off that it wasn't Elena because when she was caught and she showed no like snapping out of it like oh my god like instant like shame remorse like 
I should have caught on, but I but think I was just so, so shocked. Yeah. I was so That's shocked and just sucked into that moment that I couldn't believe what was happening, that there were obvious clues that it it was not Elena. Yeah. Like these things like did not line up. Psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. And this next scene. And this next scene. Quote unquote, Elena goes into the kitchen. Well, she's just like doing some chores. First of all, we've got John Gilbert, who is doing a mundane task and is opening the refrigerator. Death sentence. Death sentence. <laughs> and he and says, oh, you scared me. That mm-hmm. was like, I was like, you're, you're that easily like, it's just Elena. Other people like, live in this house with you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you should not be that surprised that somebody else it who lives be in this house she's... walked into the kitchen. A vampire, and she's very quiet. Able, she's able to walk quietly, <laughs> so she she just kind of moves around the kitchen with John, and John is telling her about Isabel and like you know trying to have this like heart to heart conversation with Elena now that Elena knows that he is her father, and none of it is like honestly would have been a shitty conversation with actual Elena. She <laughs> <laughs> doesn't do a great job, um, but they. But conveniently, uh, Catherine is putting away knives. Um, and Very haphazardly, she... I must say. Absolutely. <laughs> to say and... that's the moment I think I figured it out is Ooh, when she really? was putting knives away. Yeah. I was like, this I'm is right. very ominous and this does not seem right. I'm, I was like, oh, oh, it's Catherine. Oh, it's Catherine. Like that, like putting the knives away like that. I was like, mm mm. Mm-mm. This ain't right. Uh, it's such a good little Can I detail. Help? And he and she looks down at his hand. Sure. Whack. Oh God. And this Fingers is so gruesome. Oh, so, so shocking. Good. It's so good. Yeah. And then imme- she pushes him immediately. Catherine, obviously. And her eyes get all vampire-y. And she goes, hello, John. Goodbye, John. And she just stabs him cut to elena outside and she's like yeah stefan someone definitely took my stuff i looked everywhere for it anyway i'll see you later love you stefan i love you (laughs) like like the writers are saying how dare you think elena would be that easy right (laughs) they rubbed it in my face that i was that easily fooled yeah god i know it was stupid i get it The best thing is that Elena comes into the house. She calls for Jeremy and doesn't hear anything. And you hear a clamoring in the kitchen as she heads towards it. And that's how season one ends. What the fuck? Such good cliffhangers. Oh, this show is made to binge. I swear to God. I don't know how you're doing it, Jess. I genuinely don't know how you're doing it. I, I don't know either. I mean, I did cheat a little bit and like binge like a little bit this nut, but I haven't gone past this finale. Like I wanted, I did not want to go into recording this episode to know anything beyond this moment. Yes. Because I felt like I had to like let this moment sink in more because it so was just so like, it was rough. Oh. And I don't want to say too much about season two because nope. this is season one's moment. Mm-hmm. But holy shit, is season two a fucking ride. 
We're on the precipice. I have to start wearing the heart monitor while we do this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, Nikki, who are you taking and who are you staking from this episode? I am taking Catherine. (gasps) Because what a fucking entrance into this goddamn show to come in, have this beautiful plan. Like, she steals a lady of shit, goes to the house... (laughs) impersonates her so fucking well, tricks Damon, gets into the house, and fucking chops off John's fucking fingers and then stabs him. Ugh, what a fucking win for this community that John has been stabbed and is fuck- Oh, this man. Fuck that guy. I just- I can't- I gotta- I gotta give it to her. She's a snappy person. She doesn't waste time. You know, it runs in the family. Isabel was not pleased with John either. Um, and I, there's something about these women. <laughs> I am staking John. Because yeah. fuck mm-hmm. him. <laughs> Clearly. He's not a favorite. And fuck you for killing Anna. Yeah. Jessica, who are you taking and who are you staking? Okay, well, I am taking sweet, sweet Anna away from Mystic Falls before she gets so viciously brutally murdered because she deserved to build a life for herself finally yes. sweet anna I she just and want... her mother yes i know i know if i could go back <laughs> yeah, yeah. and take pearl as well i would yeah. but for now like this episode i just want to take anna away when she still has a chance who are you, who are you taking? taking honestly the salvatore brothers because of their just the very beginning of the episode with this whole dressed like Elena looking like Catherine all dressed up and that the two of them being taken back and they're little like jealous over this woman again like still get over it get over it it. get over Catherine like the bridge get over it yeah just oh irritating indeed men Bridget, who are you taking and who are you staking? I'm taking Bonnie! My baby! She's all grown up! Thank God she didn't disable this device. She fucking saved this town and our characters that we wanted to be saved from the scheme. So I think she's figured out her boundaries and she's living them just like you guys said. Um, I'm also staking John Gilbert. Let's throw Mayor Lockwood in there for for good measure. For going, specifically for going behind Liz Forbes' back. Fuck these fucking people. Can we do an honorary stake for the patriarchy also? Yeah, we can stake it. Stick, 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 cover, stick, stick, stick. Cover everything there. Bridget, what is our word of the day? I'm so glad you asked. Our word of the day is darling. Oh, darling. And it means uh, a dearly loved person or a person who is a favorite. Okay, cool. Nikki, what's your sentence? I said, I'm going to miss Anna. What a darling. Jess? The Salvatore brothers might think their new darling is Elena, but it is, they're clearly still not over Catherine. (laughs) Well done. I love that we all have different uses for it. I wrote, Caroline feels like the darling of the town up there on the Miss Mystic float waving at the peasants. Oh, I like that. Cute. All right, Nikki, what's your tarot card and for whom? Okay. Uh. My heart is for Bonnie. Ooh. Um, I picked the Knight of Wands for Bonnie. Interesting. Oh, I love that. 
so I love this pick for Bonnie because it's like, you know, out of the dark into the light. And it's like, there's this like momentum in this kind of warrior nature to the Knight of Wands. And also the wands being the sign of fire feels fitting for this and her like action that she's deciding to take, you know, like she's, she's making choices out of inaction and action and like deciding whether or not to help with things. But I also think that like, she's, this card's also about like not doing things just because they work for other people. And I think one of the strongest things that's happened is her learning that her and Elena care about different people. And like, she's able to care about Elena and kind of respect that she loves Damon and Stefan. But she also like very much like has drawn her line in the sand but i picked the knight of wands versus something further along in this journey because she knows who she is she has her armor on she's ready to go she's holding her wand she's she's passed through so much of the desert already she's passed through so much of the the struggle already but she has a whole journey left there's six more seasons so it's she's she's ready she knows who she is and now I'm just so ready to see her take that energy and put it into season two. Are there seven more seasons? Math? Six, seven. There's eight Six total, right? Eight? Oh, shit. Seven more seasons. I know. But still, show. that's a fuck ton of seasons. Yeah, I'm sure more things will happen. Maybe. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Very cool. Very interesting. What is your tarot card and for who? I picked one for Caroline. Um... The Six of Swords. So the Six of Swords has this picture, right, of this adult and this child being ferried across a river by um, a ferryman. And uh, what I think is interesting about this card is that there's a synthesis of caretaking and being taken care of. And I think it's really cool to see how Caroline is trying to care for Matt. Um She's, you know, trying to mend his relationships. She really wants to, like, you know, also take on her own sort of space and and take it up with, like, the founder's float and also, like, have him be there for her pictures and, like, hide his cast. So, like, she's willing to take up space in this really embodied way, but also she's, like, wanting to help him and wanting to, like, life coach him, which I love. (laughs) And she's also willing to help Tyler, like, in this moment when he really needs an advocate with his dad approaching him. Um, and like grabbing his arm and her coming in and being like, Mayor, is there anything, you know, and, sh- and she's there. And then toward the end of the episode, she really needs to be taken care of because, you know, she's been in this accident. She's like, no, 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 no don't don't worry about me. But actually, she's, you know, suffered a concussion. And um, so I picked this card because I think it's very synthesizing for these three elements of like the child, the parent and then the guide, like the. Mm. Sort of all all three of these um, incarnations for her. Uh, it's it's really interesting, I think. I love that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe it's over. I can't believe season one is over already. I know. What happened? Where did the time go? It's wild. I don't know wild. how I'm going to make it through seven more seasons at this pace. Yeah. I, I don't blame you. It's fine. <laughs> you have... Nikki may be a taskmaster, but I'm like, yeah, go ahead and binge it. You know, she's the bad cop. I'm the good cop. (laughs) Oh, God, are you two the Salvatore brothers? Yeah. (laughs) Well, we will be coming back for um, season two 
it's going to be, I think, September when we, but we'll probably, you know, because we're overachievers, we'll probably do things during the summer. <laughs> oh, for sure. We'll throw in a, a couple bonus apps, maybe some more chatting about season one and some more talks about our favorite events. Yeah, because I need closure from this season. Um, so, so we'll definitely do You need something. closure. I need closure. <laughs> um, so, so we will be back on Friday, September 9th for season two of The Vampire Diaries. And until then, that's all for Founders Day and season one of The Vampire Diaries. I have been your host, Bridget. And I have been your host, Nikki. And Jess has been our guest today. Thank you so much for joining us, Jess. Thanks for having me. And thank you all so much for listening and, you know, listening through season one with us. We hope that you loved it. And we're so fucking excited to keep going. Join us next time to... I don't know, Catherine, Tyler, Caroline, Jeremy, Elena, John. What's happening in season two? We have so much. I don't even need fake teasers. There's just real teasers. (laughs) I do have fake teasers. Join us next season to find out if anyone buys the faulty wiring that caused this huge ass fire. And also to see how the pictures on that little purple camera came out. (laughs) I love it. Dear Diary. I try so hard to hate him. Dear Diary, I know Stefan is worried about our friendship. Dear Diary, which means somewhere along the way you decided I was worth saving. Dear Diary, I know who I am now. Dear Diary, hello John. Goodbye John. 